Hey, welcome to the Move Vacation Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph. I'm Brady. I'm Cole. Hey, we actually did a good inter- intro that time. I know. That don't ever happen again. Impulsive. <laughs> How are you doing today, boys? Doing all right? Doing good. good. I'm good. I'm still riding the hype train of that new Guardians of the Galaxy game being revealed, so you know. Yes. Um, Brady, you weren't taking too much in part in the conversations this morning, but Cole and I were going back and forth about uh, events from E3 this weekend. Oh, that's so, going um, on this weekend? I literally had no idea. Yeah. I always forget until like the week of, and then like it pops I up on the, until like the week after when everything's like out there. Well, for me, it's like, it pops up on the, on the Xbox, um, like, um, start screen. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, Hey, E3 is this week. I'm like, Hey, I should watch that. I think Nintendo is Tuesday and then that's it. I don't know what's yeah, tomorrow. I think so. But yeah, uh, that was the highlight of the whole thing aside from Ubisoft's avatar game, but yeah. nah. So, uh. Place it. I mean, Sony's not even there anymore. Are they? Well, they got the, do their own thing. They got their state of play thing that they do like spar- once a month, sparse throughout. The, no, not even that. Like once every four or five months, maybe. Wow, because yeah. when they announced it, they said it was going to be like a once a month thing. Dude, I remember. Where's Spider Man Two at? I mean, how often can you give us news about? Hey, we have another Final Fantasy game coming. I mean, that's a point. There's a point there. I'm disappointed uh-huh. we didn't hear anything about Kingdom Hearts today. What more do you want about the rhythm cannon game? I don't want I another. Like, I don't want another rhythm. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I don't want another one. I feel like you know, E three is something that's going to become a thing of the past. Almost like how we have all these big uh, streaming services that now have their or channels or whatever that have now have their own streaming well, service or whatnot. Well, what I feel they, like well, with Sony doing something like the way they're doing it, maybe Microsoft's going to look at it one day and then it's going to change. Well, I'm not going to be Microsoft's Microsoft's very, or well, the Xbox is very for the players, and so for I, I think they'd want to keep interacting with with their consumers as much as they can. Now, if, like today, like the the briefing for Xbox wasn't you know there wasn't a live audience in front of them; it was just them on a you know on a set uh, doing the videos. But of course, I guess they're still because they're still in the pandemic, so they might have canceled the whole the overall event. I'm not too sure, but. I don't think I don't think Microsoft would go that way with the Xbox. Why not division. do it like they do Apple stuff, where they just invite the employees to make an audience be there? I don't I don't think they would because uh, Xbox is they're very much for you know the players and for the studios that they they work with. So I think they would want to have them. They would want to have an like an actual audience there. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah, I just yeah, like I said in the group chat though, like I literally initially bought my i guess at the time it would have been playstation 3 um just to watch movies sh- strictly to have a blu-ray player <laughs> i use my my ps5 to watch movies on like it's great it's great to have that option like i've always loved that like even on the but, ps2 you could do that well you know yeah, my, throw a movie on my playstation 3 literally lasted for like six months before it shit itself like, I don't know what the fuck happened. It just Those, died one yeah. day. It was one of the, so, like, the bad batch ones. I guess. And so I went to Best Buy and they were like, eh, well, you're better off just buying a PlayStation 4 at this point. And um, I did. And that one shit itself too. So I took it back to Best Buy and they were just like, here, just take this one for free. And I was like, all right, cool, shit, damn. My so I got pe- a brand new PlayStation 4 for free. And it, like, it's been working 
ever since like i had no interest in getting a playstation 5 just because i was like first of all it looks like a fucking wi-fi router i don't want that in my my room it it does it's 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 a very pretty one though i'm also like super pissed that it's one color only like you've been making black consoles for years now why the fuck just like oh this is the only color you get like come on man give me a black one and the controllers there's a weird texture on the controllers and I heard the controllers if, are like absolute shit. Dude, and even Sony if, doesn't care. Dude, even if you wash your hands, you're gonna get you're gonna sweat and you're gonna get all, dude, you're just gonna get grime all up in that controller. And you have to, I have to use like toothpaste to clean that shit. Yeah, because it's but it's the, the, it's the shapes like yeah, minimized. It's the, it's the shapes like, minimized because they're raised up. There has like there's little grooves inside of it. So yeah, you yeah. all your dirt in there. It contracts all the dirt. But uh they're coming out with a black they're about to come up with a black and a red one. So I'm just going to get a black one and screw it. You won't be able to tell it's dirty. <laughs> it's so funny because with Xbox, they've, you know, they've, they've gone back and forth between black and white for their systems. And every time it's one color, I was like, man, I wish it'd be the other color. But then I started just like, like for the controllers, I wanted like, oh, is it with the, with the one? Um, I wanted to change the color of the controller. So I just started buying the, I started buying the, the shells of the, of the controllers. And just paint them myself to whatever I wanted. I have one. I'll have to find the photo of it. But the first one I did, I, I graded out and I put the the Rebel emblem from uh, Star Wars on it. And that nice, was like my dude. go-to controller. I, I need a, before... I want to get a case or something for my PS5 controllers because that crap bothers me. <laughs> I remember texture. before it was like a like a more like available thing. like Because I know for PlayStation, you can buy those silicone like... Basically, it's a condom that goes over your controller. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 So, um, I remember before those were, like, super popular, there was, like, uh, companies that would essentially send you a customized sticker that you could just stick over the controller. Like, it had the holes cut out for the buttons and everything. And instead of, like, silicone, it was, like, a sticker and I bought one that had like uh, I didn't get it for my PlayStation or Xbox controller at the time, but I had like a uh, it was like a Google phone. It was like the G1 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I got a like a it was like a sticker case mm-hmm. essentially. And so I got like Nathan Explosion from Metapocalypse's face on the back of my phone. I was like, I, I was in high school at the time. I was being stupid. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But I was like, but yeah, I remember before like the controller protector things were a thing like you would just buy stickers to put on it yeah yeah that's how you would like decorate your your controller and everything i still see people today with stickers like all over their macbooks not even have a case on it just slapped right on there i was like all right yeah that those type of people that like put a bunch of stickers on their mac makes me wonder like are you buying it to put stickers on it or like do you have an actual use for your mac (laughs) I mean, I've thought about it, but I would put a case on it before I did something like that. I don't have a Mac, but I have I have stickers all over the top of my HP laptop that I'm on right now. 99% of Mac users that put stickers on their Mac are guaranteed to have a blue Heisenberg on their Mac. Every every time I see someone with stickers on their Mac, there's always a fucking Heisenberg, and it's the Look crystal blue color. I got I random stickers one. online. I got like I uh, like record shops and stuff like that. I'll take See, a picture put, of it later and show you guys. I put like I have two stickers on my 
like hard case or dust cover for my record player i had mm. like four or five on my last one and i had gave it to my brother when i bought this new one he's like you don't want your stickers i was like first of all don't take them off second <laughs> of all <laughs> second of all i couldn't take them off so <laughs> you get to have them it's like there's only like two i'm actually bummed that i wasn't able to transfer over but other than a, that, i have a bunch on the top of mine and the goal was to to cover the entire dust cover up and then just leave it like that. But uh, I'll show you. I'll take a picture of that later too. <laughs> yeah. So with that was my goal with my uh, Audio Technica when I had it. But with this one, I'm like, do I do it? It's the amount of money that I spent on it. Like I know it's just a dust cover, but I'm like, do I really want to just throw stickers all over it? If you like, can, I if, guess if you can replace certain it, stickers. If you can replace the dust cover like this, if they sell it separately, then go for it. Because that's yeah. my thing too. Like my. Uh, like I have my Audio Technica here. That was it was the first one I bought. I had a Tioc for for a good while, and that was a four hundred dollar player. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to put anything on those stickers on this one. I I clean the motherfucker really well all the time, but then um, I just I sold it and I was like, I'll just go back to my to my original uh, Audio Technica, and I've just been putting stickers on that one. And I want to get another one, like uh, like an upgraded model, but. I like I don't want to let that one go. It's my first one, so I like it's. You have the like LP one twenty though, right? No, it's an LP sixty. It's just it's just it's the standard, the, the basic model. I mean, upgrading to an LP one twenty wouldn't be like it's. It's a nice player. I actually it looked is. at it for a while and before that, I went with my project. That's the one I want to get. Either a one twenty or my local shop was like he got me thinking about the LP three. And so I was looking at that one. I was like, it's not bad, but there is another one. I think it was the four and it looked really, really nice. But I was like, I don't feel like spending that much money. So unless I come into a large amount of money randomly. hundred percent. A hundred percent. What made me pull the trigger on this record player that I have now is the stimulus money. No, yeah. no cap there. Like a hundred percent. I had the money. It was available, which is very hit or miss on amazon to be available mm-hmm. so i was like fuck it it's there i got the money right now i'm good on car insurance for a year i don't have to worry about saving money for that treat yourself you know yeah well <laughs> yeah. that was that that was me on my bike you know when i bought my um my scott road bike because we were talking about that at the same time like you bought that turntable i got my bike and we we're like treat yourself <laughs> oh if you don't know my record player my new record player cost me like six hundred dollars jesus christ dude 630 with like tax and all that and like the crazy part is is like the good thing about like the i know what i exactly paid for and that's the cool thing like i paid for the table itself but it also came with like a 200 cartridge on it which like that cartridge on its own like when i have to replace it in like a year and a half two years almost is gonna be 100 to 200 dollars to get it replaced and, I replaced my needle. I haven't done that in a while. No, I think about and, it. And yeah, uh, it's not an Audio Technica needle. Well, no, you have the 60, so you know what I'm talking about, where it's that little white box that you just pop out and pop in. Mm-hmm. Like this, I have to unscrew and unplug the wire for it. Was and it like then, an Orphan? Yeah, it's an Orphan Red. Mm-hmm. So the, that's an expensive fancy boy. boys. Yep. And then, like, honest, and like, I could honestly go and upgrade to a blue or a gold. And that just ups the price even more. I don't think mm-hmm. I, I'll stick with a red because yeah, I mean, like that's just gotta... a better budgetary for me. But like, I'm not gonna go out there. Like, I'm not like I'm into my collecting and I'm into my records and I'm serious about it. But mm-hmm. I'm not 
an audio file, I guess you could say, because I'm not like super, I don't know, it's probably going to rub people the wrong way, but I'm not like super snobby about like sounds as some people seem to be. So I'm good with the $200 needle that sounds better than a $25 (laughs) needle that you get from Best Buy with the Audio-Technica. I'm not, I'm not like that snobby about like the needle and stuff like that. But for me, like it's, I do care about the sound, but as far as like, it's just like speaker wise, like. I mean, that's I have, also you as a mag- musician, musician. That, that, I, I would say so. I guess that'd be true too, but like, yeah, you have like, that not, ear for it. Yeah. And like, I don't want some cheap, spe- you know, cheap speakers and that don't have any bass or anything to it. Like I want something with, with some meat on it. Like my, I have two, I have a pair of a uh, Klipsch uh, bookshelf speakers and then I have a Klipsch 12 inch sub and, uh, I bought those a few years ago during like their, their winter sale and everything was half off. So what would be like, I think altogether, altogether it would have been like a thousand dollars worth of speakers. I don't know, paying like 500 bucks and like the, the sub by itself can go up to about three or four. So I was like, you know what, this is a really good deal. Let me just grab everything while I can. And then I have a, I have a Sony receiver. So I just, I use like, I run my Xbox and everything through there, like my TV. So it's like, it's just a big old entertainment center for me. Yeah, I I gotta, like, to me it sounds to me it sounds great. Like I love the way my my audio sounds, and you know, it, just, it sounds great to me. So I'm like, I'm happy with that. So, like, let me point it like right there is where the table is, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then underneath it, it's sitting on the. I have an insignia receiver, and mm-hmm. then I have the two like uh, Polk Audio like tower speakers on yeah, both okay. sides of the TV, and then what you can't see is like right out here mm-hmm. is a tube amp that i have for it's the preamp but for it's the turntable because yeah, it's not so built it's in. a tube yeah it's a tube preamp so like that that, that thing looks so badass because yeah see that, and it that's lights like, up and everything Ooh. that's like one that, reason why like i want to i got a good deal on that too like it's usually like a it was like something like on amazon it was something like usually a hundred dollars we're selling it for like 45 today and i was like buy it yeah give me that right now so right, cold. Move, I forgot. Let's move do you on before records? we turn this into a, a turntable or turn this a, into a vinyl a, community podcast. I have a few <laughs> records. I don't have a record player or anything, but I got a few records. When do you leave for Disney? Uh, twenty sixth. Damn it! What? Why? I was gonna wait. You'll have to give me your address when you get there because I was gonna give you a going away present. Uh, at my record store, uh, they have the Ghostbusters scented record, the Stay Puff one. And I'm like, I, uh, do they? I have the I have the original Ghostbusters record. No, 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 no. This, this is this is the original soundtrack, but this goes in. It's a puffed up jacket that smells like marshmallows. That's amazing. And it hasn't sold yet. And I keep going to it. And I'm like, I kind of just want to get it to give it to Cole because that's such like a. I know you're a fan, and like that's a cool piece to have, even if you don't listen to it or anything like that. Like it's, it's a nice like, show yeah, piece. It's that'd be really piece. cool to like put in a case or something. Yeah, that'd yeah, be awesome. That's a nice right? show piece. Because I remember on Instagram that one time I was organizing my records and I put up that thing of like, what's your most interesting record? And Cole hit me with the original Ghostbuster soundtrack and I hit him back with the, yeah, but is it marshmallows? Because <laughs> I knew it existed and I literally had never seen it in my life. And then all of a sudden it shows up the shop, brand new, sealed, everything. I'm like, Ooh. and it's still there. Uh, it's been there for like a month now. So How much is it? You, Probably you bet. Like 35-ish, maybe? Not bad Ooh, at all. That's, that's not, not bad, bad at all. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got my 
I remember this was years ago. My aunt just randomly hit me up one day. She's like, Hey, I, I found this old Ghostbusters CD. Do you want it? And she said CD. I'm like, yeah, sure. So she brings it to me. I'm like, Oh, this is a record. This is even cooler. <laughs> I had the originals. I had the Ghostbusters soundtrack for a while. I bought it from like, I want to say hot topic or some shit like that. Nice. And it was like Slimer green color. It was cool. I sold it anyway. Let's talk about Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about movies. Stick around. Everyone's like, so I'm gonna I'm stick gonna around for the vinyl to... record uh, community podcast after this one. I'm gonna try to find like a base boosted version of the Avengers team, and that's gonna be the Brady and Rolls of the MCU theme. Because I feel like if it's base boosted, it's just like <laughs> I could get away with it legally. Jesus. <laughs> What did you think of Iron Man 2? So it was, okay, Iron Man 2, um, it was good, but I do have problems with it. And it's not like, not the same type of problems I had with the Hulk or anything like that. My problems were mostly with like pacing of it. I felt like it was just very, very slow. Yeah. And they, and I know it's an Iron Man movie, but it seemed like they focused on tony a little too much in a way like there was a lot of character building for him but that left all the other characters to not really have a full like arc within the movie um i i like mickey rourke as an actor uh him playing randy the ram and the wrestler like that's awesome but he just didn't work for me in this movie and his, his character just seems so it, the plot itself to, or like the overall not necessarily like the plot that pertains to connective story of the mcu but the overall plot of iron man has to fight a big bad guy again to be another fucking iron man this time with whips like after the mm-hmm. first one where it was literally he was fighting the iron giant you know yeah. what i mean and like, the, and it just seemed like a recycled idea and see, Whiplash was kind of an amalgamation of a character. They combine they combined two characters from the comics, Crimson Dynamo, and like one other one to make him for the movie. And I'm just like, why not just do Crimson Dynamo at that point? Like, I don't know why, but that would have just been an exact repeat of the first one because Crimson Dynamo is a guy in a giant friggin' uh, suit again. So. But then we wouldn't have gotten, I want my bird. So What the fuck was that? He wants his bird. It's self-explanatory. It's his pet bird. He wanted his pet bird. That's his entire motivation. That's fantastic. You know, like, this is why I've... people say Marvel villains are flat. That shit yeah, but, right there. Yeah, but then you have Justin Hammer, who is anything but flat and should have been the only villain in this movie. He was a clown. He wasn't the villain. He, if if you take away Whiplash <laughs> and put Justin Hammer in that suit at the end, call him Titanium Man or some shit. There you go. 
How's it going, Tony? You like this? I, I call it the Titanium Man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Justin For Hammer me, like, is arguably a better character, but anyway, what'd you got to say, Joe? After like after rewatching Iron Man with you, I was like, you know, Iron the first Iron Man holds up pretty well. Iron Man two, yeah, like I wasn't too fond of of Mickey Rourke's character. Just because he like honestly, I think for me, just because he looks so sleazy, like you know the way he just he looks like he walks, he looks like a walking like just, grimy person. I like I like that's the just, dirty grimy feel Mickey, of the character though. I think that's just Mickey Rourke in general, bro. Like, I mean, you think I you might be right, and it's funny because when you when you mention him as the rest the him in the movie the wrestler when i think of mickey rourke i think of that scene in the wrestler like like toward the beginning of the movie when he's banging that chick in the restroom and like they open the door you just see his ass just hanging out as he's getting giving it to her on the on the bathroom counter that's what i think of when i when i think of mickey rourke that's what i think and i hate it all right i'm gonna re-edit iron man 2 and put that scene in there do it it might make it better it also that it's funny you mentioned that about the wrestler because there is Something I noticed within at least Iron Man 1 and 2 is it seems like it's it's these earlier movies, specifically these two, because like I said, the Hulk is the Hulk, um, are more adult-oriented versus right. the later movies. Yeah, The later movies, and so it's interesting because... Um, well, see, <clears throat> this was before Disney. Yeah, but have you have you ever? Met, oh, okay, that makes sense. But yeah. have you ever seen um or heard of that show, Comic Book Men? Yes. Uh, so one of the one of the guys on there, Walt Flanagan, who like is the entire reason that Kevin Smith is a comic book nerd and all that in in the first place. He uh he absolutely just does not enjoy the Marvel movies, oh, and I didn't someone. Know that someone asked him why on his pot on their podcast one time he goes it's just like it, it got to a point where like it felt like a star wars movie to me again where it was like it was good and then it just became about merchandising and i kind of give that i kind of get that vibe that. from the later marvel movies now i haven't seen captain america since i probably saw it in theaters so i don't really know if that's like where it there's somewhere in that noticing it now there's somewhere within those movies where it shifts because like there's a whole like i'd say it's implied sex scene there's an implied sex scene in iron man one and there's hella implied into windows throughout this entire iron man two at the expense of pepper pots and fucking black widow and i'm just like so where did where did it shift well they're still like they still make like Jokes there's still like some that. windows in Iron Man 3 because I just watched Iron Man 3. And... Like in Age of Ultron, there's the line about, hey, Natasha, uh, Bruce, stop playing hide the zucchini. Like there, there's that line. And But see, I, I feel like those, those are more like just the the jokes they throw in there to yeah. for the for the parents or who brought their kids to watch the movies. But yeah, I would say after, after Avengers is I'd where... I'd say Avengers like, is the turning point. It's kind of the turning point where they start focusing more on on like the merchandising because like i just re- like i rewatched captain america the first one and it feels like you know it feels like an older movie because it's you know it's based and you know when he first becomes the captain america but it has that old war movie vibe to it kind of reminds you of uh like league of extraordinary gentlemen you know it's it's based in an older time but there's some like like modern mechanics going on for that time even though they're still kind of retro 
uh it just you know has a nice vibe it doesn't have that that disney vibe to it yet because you, you like if you like like you were saying if you watch the older movies that are before disney like they they just have a different vibe compared to what they are like currently as you get now it's down all line. whimsical and and i and i love the i love all the new stuff but it's there's something about those older movies like i, I, I there's something about like i'm always gonna go back to that first iron man and be like this is perfect and then go i'll look at a later movie and be like nah. like, like Captain i Marvel. feel nah. i feel like i'll i will change this statement as as i keep going through these movies mm-hmm. but right now what i truly feel is those at least the first two iron man movies are far better like tonally and just like entertainment wise like because they they almost take themselves like like, it seemed they're serious without taking themselves too serious whereas like the later movies seem like they're trying to be serious but are taking themselves too seriously like and there and sometimes the jokes do come out forced like the whole the whole like line in i think it's ultron where it's like someone says like hell or damn or something like that and they're like hey language like you're a pg-13 movie like i get you're trying to be funny and now you're you're playing towards the audience of a family mm-hmm. but at the same time you take if you if you choose to take your kids to this movie you should expect what what it's rated for you shouldn't expect them to dumb down their product because your little billy has sensitive ears or something you know yeah. if we if i want to say if we get to age of ultron and that's your only problem with that movie i'm buying a lottery ticket because <laughs> god oh that's that's gonna be like a five-hour podcast because good god i like james Spader as ultron <sighs> see i was gonna say i don't like his huh? he just, i and it's not like a, he's I like a, more, it's a bad character I am, or anything. I am he more, literally he I'm, freaks me the fuck out. I'm more <laughs> I, I am more intimidated by his character on the office than I am by his Ultron. I'm it's so funny because bitch. As, as I as I rewatched the office, I just think, man, Ultron is, is so good. No, it's uh, okay. That that's another podcast. I will rant and bitch there. A future episode. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh so far. I, I I've enjoyed the two the two movies I've seen so far. Uh, I just, and Hulk. I, and, I mean Hulk Doing exists. An asterisk. Hulk Hulk's, exists. Hulk's a thing. That's all you need to know. Anyway, Cole, take the lead. Take the lead on this week, man, because you yeah. you did something this week. Yeah. So yeah, he did something all right. <laughs> we are looking. We, we decided we were going to go back a couple of years to 2016 to take a look at. A little film called 15, Laser Bro. Uh, 16. I saw one five. It, it may have been shown at film festivals, but like wow. it was not. Fuck. Anyway, Fuck. we're going to be taking a look at a little film called Laser Team. And Laser Team was produced by, uh, was made by Rooster Teeth, who's known for like online video, like online <laughs> entertainment videos, stuff like Ruby and Red vs. Blue. And this was their first feature film. And we, I personally lo- love this movie. It's not a great movie, but it's one of those where if I'm feeling down, and I want want to laugh at something. Yeah, I'll put it on. It's fun. It's a fun movie. We'll get to you in a second, Joe. But right now, I want to hear what Brady thought about this. I mean, 
it's a B movie and B movies can go either way. Like you and I like B movies. Like I like some weird fucking B movies, man. Like Nail Gun Massacre. <laughs> See, that's why I thought you would like this because I know you like that kind of weird stuff. So but there's like there I've seen B movies like this before where like it could it, yeah, I mean, it's been absolute shit, but I was, and I'm sure it's because it is Rooster Teeth and they have the ability to be a high production without being under a studio like like a Marvel or something they like that. They had a Kickstarter for this, if I'm not mistaken, is where they got the mu- budget for this. Yeah, they got most of the budget from that. But it, it looked really, for a quote, low budget B movie that went straight to youtube or whatever it looked really good for what it was it had some funny moments like i actually found myself literally laughing out loud at some of the like one-liners and shit like that um obviously it's not like i don't know close encounters of the third kind or something like that and there's some parts of it that were like like the the um the the aliens the blue aliens Every time they showed those motherfuckers on screen, all I could think in my head was I'm blue out of because that's what they looked like. They looked like the aliens from that video. From Eiffel 65. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and like the the big alien that they fight at the end that looked like it was a dog. Like that one was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh but like the plot was interesting. The plot of the fact that like the aliens were controlling this entire time of like this we we purposely gave him the uniform and gave you the uniform too like and it was interesting that like they all like the characters played really well off of each other and they all hated each other and then like found out how to work together um gavin free's character was very much to me like he was one he was the best character like as far as comedy wise and like just like making the story work but at the same time he also seemed like a very much a Joe Dirt ripoff, just stupider. Like yeah. every time they, before they put the helmet on, every time they showed him on the screen, I was ex- fully expecting him to be like, Lysa Gard and dig it. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is it one, is it a movie that I will buy a Blu-ray for? Probably not. Is it a movie I will ever watch it again? If I can stream it somewhere and not have to pay money for it? Sure. But it's, not bad per se it's not like absolutely horrible or anything like that like it was enjoyable and i can see why someone like you who's more invested into the rooster teeth product because i i mean at one point i was i mean i'm sure a lot of people were our age because of red versus blue like that was a big cultural phenomenon for a while and then it just kind of like i don't know what happened like obviously they still make it i think but like for me it just like it seemed like it went off of YouTube and they started getting bigger and that's when I couldn't find it anymore. So I kind of like, it was like ODST was around the time when I stopped watching Red versus Blue. Um, I watched it's the, been on, I've seen like the, I've seen the, like the first 10 seasons. I've seen, I've seen 10 seasons of it, like the one through 10. I saw that. And like after, after they kind of moved on from Blood Gulch and they started uh, bringing in the, uh, I guess I forget what they call like the AIs, but they started bringing in like the tech. Oh, like they brought in like uh, what the fuck were they called? I forget what they were called, but they started bringing in like other uh, other soldiers, and uh, like they had they had like a storyline to it. It was still while still being funny. Like I feel like the back half of those ten those ten seasons were really really good, and then I I quit watching after that. Yeah, and it's just like 
some so again as someone like you cole who's more invested into the rooster teeth product yeah i can see why you would sit there and it's it's your guilt it's your um guilty pleasure rainy day rainy day movie i guess you could say like the movie that you just put on to feel something good not even that just like the feel good movie you know yeah because in my opinion there's no such thing as a guilty and i want to say like you like what you like you like what you like I had no idea the director's cut was just sitting on their website this entire time because the Blu-ray I have is just the standard version of the movie that I've seen a couple dozen times over at this point. I had never seen the director's cut, and it's not a whole lot different. The, the biggest change, there's a couple more one-liners in there. like uh, What about the where, nudity at the towards the beginning of the training? Was that in the yeah, yeah, it's cut, it's cut, cut it's cut It's cut off in the original cut. That, so yeah, because I like that was one of the first moments in the entire movie. Like they said some words, and I'm like, all right, that kind of it makes sense. But when they showed like full on nudity, I was like, oh, so they aren't playing towards kids. Like they're like, fuck it, let's make a movie. Yeah, <laughs> and the other thing, the um, where uh, when Gavin's character Woody is like communicating with them uh, te- telepathically. Oh yeah, that whole that, scene. Yeah. So that in the in that scene is shorter in the original cut. And it's not two separate scenes. It's like one long scene in the original cut, but it's a um, it, it, you see them like doing the jerk the jerking off motion, but they don't mention. Oh, are you thinking about something weird? No. And then when uh, then, yeah, I was gonna say, when, does the daughter show up like she does the, in the director? The daughter, cut? the daughter does show up, but she doesn't make that mo. She doesn't start jerking him off. She just stands there. So I I never seen that. Our audience before, is like, what the fuck I, are they watching? I was I was dying laughing at that part in the director's cut because I was just like, okay, this scene is way funnier here. Well, like, it was a it's... funny scene in general, just because oh, like yeah. they were all under one brain, and so like one person thought it. They just all had to do exactly. This. And I could totally see them like mapping that out, like for script wise, like all right, we need something funny here. Let's just do this. <laughs> Yeah, it, there's just so many, so many good lines in this too. Like I quote, I quote, "What has happened to Boot Group, man?" I quote that all the time. Just fun, what you just got, fun. Joe? Yeah, Joe. Let, I let's. Got, I got nothing for this movie. Why? What? Got, what did you not like? I got nothing for it, man. I, I honestly like. I'm, I'm with you, Cole. Like I've, I was a fan of Rooster Teeth for you know for quite some time. My, my old roommate really got me into it because he was. He was big on on Red versus Blue, and I got into it too. And you know, I would watch their their Rooster Teeth podcast, you know, on a weekly basis. You know, I keep up with it. Went to RTX one year. You know, I like I like the product they do. Like I like a lot of the products that they have out there. Like as far as videos and stuff like that, I really enjoy. You know, between the their podcast, um, Achievement Hunters, Slow Mo Guys. You know, I, I like all that stuff, and I, I I guess I just expected a a funnier well well you know, the movie is i can see how the movie is funny but it wasn't my kind of humor just because i'm gotcha. like i'm like you guys can be like i know they can do good like good work and like the op- you know the opening scene when they're at the football game and and michael's you know scoring touchdowns he's a sixth year senior i'm like okay he's still in high school it's the sixth year there <laughs> but he's like he's flipping the you know the other team off and he's doing the the jerk off gesture and then he's like air humping i'm like come on like you don't need that ch- that cheap humor like yes it's funny 
but it's it's cheap and it's it's cheap and easy like you guys can you guys are funnier people i know you can be funnier people you can think of wittier jokes than that you know what i mean right i get where you're coming from i do feel like the one dude i don't know his name the one guy that i said was in that movie hatchet 2 really made the the comedy of this movie after like the first half like when once he finally got like more involved in the movie he was the funniest one of the group oh uh colton dunn yeah 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 he kind of kept up the humor moving along for me because like michael's character he was just he's just a high school jock and it was cheap humor like i said uh i feel like bernie's character was like it was just bernie being bernie but i feel like he wasn't like his his acting was just kind of subpar and i know it's a i know it's a b movie but like i know what these guys are capable of doing i feel like they just could have done like right they could have executed a little bit better okay but the story was okay like the it looked pretty good for like for like a b movie but just it wasn't i wasn't really digging the the vibe of it, it like it was the the story felt kind of choppy and i was like okay they're i get what they're trying to do you know they're they're the laser team now or they're the they're the champions of earth yada 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 i was like okay cool and then like the like you mentioned about the the full frontal nudity that they showed in the x-ray i was like i wasn't expecting that but it was kind of like it was funny especially when gus uh jerks down uh, gavin's head toward his penis <laughs> he's like let me fix this and that was kind of funny but like overall like, i don't want to live i, I just I feel like they, did, they could have uh executed the story because i feel like if they were kind of jumping around like with uh with bernie's character and colton's like okay obviously they have a past they played football together but i feel like it was kind of choppy the way they talk about it yeah, so when I was rewatching it, I that struck like I had never really realized that they mentioned it a lot. They mentioned hating each other a lot before they really get into it. And I was I had never really picked up, like noticed they mentioned it so much before, and I was kind of like, Wow, I like they could have done a better job with that. Yeah. And then the uh with uh with Gavin's character being, you know, like you said, like the like a Joe Dirt knockoff. And he puts the helmet on. They're like, "Where the English the English accent came from? Come from?" And that's, well, because Gavin's dumb, actually English. That's dumb. That's dumb. What he's version of smart Woody. I was like, I was like, really? I was like, and like, I feel like, although their explanation of like how he all of a sudden had an English accent yeah. was a little funny. The fact that like, this is what we think smart people that, sound yeah, like that's yeah. naturally. That, yeah, that's, I was dumb, like, okay. that's that's dumb. Woody's version of smart Woody. But that's like a, I feel that's like idiotic. that's that's when the that's when Gus comes out in the movie and like Gus is one of my favorite people from the company, but I feel like they he just kind of I feel like he wasn't even acting like he just put a coat on and was like I'm gonna go say some shit in this movie real quick because he was just like oh yeah he just thinks that's how smart people sound because he's an idiot like yeah. it isn't like like he puts no effort into like I guess creating a character and I was just like you know. Don't be Gus. Be, be a scientist. <laughs> Don't be Gus. There's a part with him though where like something happened. He's like, I fucking love science. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I freaking love science. Oh, it's I, when the tennis ball is not like knocked them all out. Man, yeah, I freaking love science. And I, I think, like, I, I think, like, I, I can see the the humor in the movie and stuff like that. But it just, it wasn't like my kind of humor. I feel like it was just, 
it was cheap, you know, quick and easy humor. Like they were just like, hey, let's just make a, you know, a funny, stupid movie. But I kind of wanted more, I guess, because I usually get more than what I expected from them when okay. I watched other things. So I was like, yeah, it wasn't. You, you, you might like the sequel, maybe. I can't stand the sequel, but I you might like... like. I don't want to. Already canceled it's... my uh, my free trial. I'm gonna I'm okay. not gonna sign back up. It's. Uh, I kind of want to spoil the sequel because it's just so they like they retcon the. Go ahead, like I mean. So they ret they retcon this one to like so there's this like there's first of all sequel starts the team's broken up mm-hmm. uh the uh Colton's character his boots no longer work but uh Woody's working a scientist with some girl he gets sucked into another dimension he gets sucked into space through a wormhole okay there's this military chick come to find out big twist of the movie she uh adam from this movie the champion of earth yeah she's his sister and they were separated at birth and i'm just like what what is this shit that's oh that that reminds me so the i agree with brady how that the blue aliens look kind of weird they look like like he said they look like like an alien from the iphone 65 on blue which i i can totally see that because yeah they felt like a like an early 2000s like weird like 3d generated alien you would see on a computer and stuff like that but the bad um the bad aliens the warg the warg that's such a ripoff of the borg from star trek i mean that's probably an homage to it though yeah yeah but uh because they're like we are the warg i'm like you mean you are the borg and I was. They mentioned that I was like, okay, like this is a knockoff. I, I liked like, the design of of it though. I it looked okay, the- but I was like, there. I was like, this is their version of the Borg from Star Trek, and I was like, mm, it's not doing it for me. And homie. its genitals are up in its chest. Yeah, it, just, it wasn't doing it for me. <laughs> oh, I thought, I, I've always loved that. That's. <laughs> it makes sense. You're designing an alien. Where where do you put the genitals? Put them in the chest. Screw it. Hey man, yeah, black. Put them on the chin. Yeah. yeah that's easy though. Come no, it's on. Not. Put them, no. in the, put them in the chest. You gotta have some balls for you, to put okay, on the face. So I guess maybe I didn't get bothered by that because I've this is probably a room my nerd cred. Maybe I don't know. I don't give a fuck either. But I've never seen a Star Trek in my life. Really? Start with the J.J. Abrams stuff. No. Oh, the old stuff yeah. was good. The old stuff was no. good. I couldn't get Just, into any I, of the old stuff. J.J. Abrams got me into it. It's not a it's not a Star Trek versus Star Wars thing. It's just like it just never really like interests me. You might well, like the 2009 film that J.J. Abrams did. Yeah, okay, the, the J.J. ones are really good, but the ones yeah. with uh, with Patrick Stewart and, like, the, the cast from The Next Generation, those movies are... I like those movies a lot. They're I not think super... I've seen the 2009 one, if that's the first J.J. Abrams one. Yeah, yes, it's that's the, the first, first one. And the only thing I remember from it is they played Sabotage by the Beastie Boys in it. Other than that, yeah. I don't really remember. Which is much. a big deal because Beastie Boys don't wouldn't give the rights to their music for anything. Yeah, they don't license their music, and JJ is like a huge Beastie Boy fan, like yeah. to the point of there's a Star Wars character named after a Beastie Boys album. Yeah, yeah. Um, L O Asty is the yeah. character's name. Yeah. So when I when I remember when watching Star Trek and I heard that, I was like, oh, I was like, that's pretty cool. But yeah, like the, the his his well, he did three, but the the first two Star Trek movies Star Trek movies that he do that he did are really good. The last one. 
wasn't as good, but it was it was fun still. I now there's I, a Quentin Tarantino one. Yes, there's there's that one floating around. We'll see how that think goes. It started production or is like in. I want a I want a fourth one to because I I won't I won't believe it happens until I get some hard evidence that it's happening. Because I'm with you on that because there's also there's also uh, there's a comedian named Gerard Carmichael who wrote like a Zorro comic book or something like that, and him and Tarantino are apparently teaming up to do a Zorro versus Django movie, and that's been that's been talked about for years now and like yeah i don't think there's been any movement on it but like i'm like all right that'd be cool and it'd kind of be cool if they could get antonio Banderas to play zoro again. again oh that'd be sick but until i see like a trailer for it i'm not gonna think it's ever gonna i, I think yeah. it's never gonna happen uh, because you know and just because they they keep talking about this tarantino star trek but there's no like there's no hard evidence of it happening and my thing is like that they started talking about that after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out because they were like, oh, Tarantino's saying he only has one more movie in him, then he's done. So I'm like, like I don't believe like, it. I don't believe it okay. either. But no, like, I do believe I'm, it, but this is what I believe. I believe it's true. He has one more movie in him and then he's done. But that's one more original, written, directed, everything by him. Yeah. Versus, because think about it, Jackie Brown wasn't written by him it was only well it what the script was but it was based off of it wasn't like a full-on original idea it's based off right. of a book um so for tarantino to be like yeah i got one more movie left in me and then spend like two years or whatever or then his next two releases that he does to not do original movies and then finally release his his last original movie meaning his last movie his yeah. the one that he writes and everything that's what i one. totally see happening yeah and that's my thing i was like okay well if that's the case like is he still gonna be doing like because like star trek isn't an original idea of his i was like so are we counting star trek as his last movie or if like, he writes if he writes it then yeah so that, and that was my thing i'm like uh, I'll, like i'll see it when it happens because i feel like with him like it's it's not really true to I, see it happening I want another J.J. Abrams one because it took, I don't know why it took me so, I didn't see the third one till last year. I don't know why it took me so long because I saw the first two in theaters. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I like them. They're good. They're good movies. And in the third one, I think they're saying, oh, we're on our third year of our five-year voyage or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. So we got two more movies, right? Yeah. The third one feels like an elongated episode compared to the other two. Yeah. It didn't really feel, I it didn't, didn't feel it, like, it didn't feel you know, substantial. But, but the, you know, the, Star Trek Into Darkness was really, really good. And I love I how care, they... I don't care what anyone says. I love what they did with Khan. Yeah, like, I love what they did with Khan. I love how they twisted the story. They changed it. They swapped it around. You know, I, never, have, I never liked the original. I'm probably going to lose all my nerd cred saying that. Well, like but, I said, those are... I mean, they're harder to watch because they're very old movies now at this yeah. point. And, you know, they're, they use the original cast from the show uh, to shoot it. And, like, they feel like super elongated episodes and stuff like that. But... Uh, I prefer watching the the next generation movies compared to the super old ones with like Shatner and stuff like that. I prefer the ones with Stewart and everybody else. So, but okay. you know, they're they're not super action packed, but they're they're good stories and they're good movies. Like, to me, they're good movies. I enjoy them. All right, so yeah. back to Laser Team. Yeah, back to Laser Team. That's that's Hold my on. rant about it. Like, uh, 
I guess I I should have expected less, but I just you know because it was a B movie, but I was like, eh. I, like I said, just it wasn't the humor for I me gotcha. right now, like that I wanted to see and stuff like that. So I was like, eh, that's all right. That's totally so, like yeah. there's the, so Rooster Teeth fans are split down the middle on this one. A lot of them hate it. A lot of a lot of them like like it's you know it's a toss up. Yeah, it is. And so, I get it's not for everyone. That's why I figured it'd be a fun movie for us to to watch. Mm-hmm. And I Apparently, honestly thought it was gonna be me versus both of y'all. But shut up, Brady. Like whole talk. No, go ahead, Brady. I'm done. <laughs> if you're Apparently in June twenty. Apparently in June twenty nineteen, um, that's when he Tarantino picked Gerard Carmichael to write the sequel with him for. It's gonna be a Django Zorro crossover. In both Tarantino and Jamie Foxx want Antonio Banderas to reprise the role if they do make this movie. Oh, fuck yeah. So could you... Oh my god, that'd be... Jamie Foxx, Tarantino, and Antonio Banderas as Zorro all over. That'd be cool. It's it's a comic book that they DC did, and I, and I was looking at it, and it was actually... Um, so it was DC, but it was released by Dynamite mm-hmm. Entertainment, and I guess Tarantino actually wrote the comic book with like two other people so that's one of the movies that i saw that he was going to do but yeah there's the star trek movie too that like tarantino revealed in january 2020 that he had decided decided not to direct his star trek film so he's not because at one point okay at one point it was supposed to be like pg-13 as well and everyone was like what yeah no he wanted r he wanted to be rated r all right let's get back to laser squad boot group Let's hear you, Cole. Yeah, I... So, when I first watched this movie, I thought it was okay. I laughed. I was like, oh, that was, that was good. I don't know if I ever watched it again. I've probably seen it over a dozen times at this point. Because, like I said before, it's just one of those movies I can just sit back and have a few laughs. It's like hanging out with, it's like hanging out with old friends, honestly. And maybe that's the Rooster Teeth fan in me. But I... Like, I don't even... Like I dis try I I don't know how to word this. Like like I'll like my brain will turn off and I'll just see these characters as these characters. Mm-hmm. It may like I don't really see them as the actors, but I don't know. I I I, I enjoy it. It's a good mo- good movie. I can always go back and watch. Um. So fun fact. Well, not really a fun fact because it's kind of kind of a sad fact, but uh. In one of the behind-the-scenes videos they did for this, uh, Michael was talking about the scene where he gets tased and falls into the pool. Uh, literally right before they filmed that, so like minutes before they filmed that, he got a call that his dad died. So he had to go and film this, film that scene, like right. And I'm just, I'm watching. I'm like, he's, he's like, yeah. I, I was like, the show must go on. I was like, Jesus Christ, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to. That's tough, man. Yeah, that's that's crazy because that was honestly one of the better like physical comedy scenes in the movie too. Yeah, he's because it just that. went on for so long. Just, yeah, I was so like, long. man, I was like, I wonder if they had any errors like when they shot that when they shot that spot. He sold the like, hell out of that scene though, and I was like, one wrong move if they still have him like being electrocuted, and if he fell into the into the into the pool. I was like, that can be potentially I bad. Was, I think he was like used to being tased by that point because there was the uh, extra life stream where they had they had a medic. They were they hold on. They, they raised. He the, actually they they legitimately tased him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and dude, so they do a fundraiser stream like every year called Extra Life. And yeah. a few years ago, they did they did a uh, for I forget what the money goal was, but they had a medic come on and tase tase him. Yeah, so it it wasn't the first or last time that he was ta- that he's been. T- yeah, they tased him, dude. I, I, I so he he got a call that his dad died and he had to go get his ass tased and fall into a pool. I legitimately thought that was just like a special effects thing. No, they tased him. And his he ass. just sold it really well. No, I didn't they, think they actually. That's crazy. I, wait, I think that I'm 99% sure they did actually tase him. Hold That's on. Nuts, why the fuck? Why, why the fuck Hold would on. they actually tase him and be like, all right, yeah, fall into this pool? That could go God. so wrong. That's what I was saying. Like, if like, what if like Bernie still held the trigger and he still run electricity through Hold him? Hold on, and he we're, fell gonna, in? we're gonna solve this because I think they actually did tase him. But how do they legally, like, with insurance and everything, get that cleared? It's Texas. I am not seeing anything, but Do yeah, I thought they actually did taste him. <laughs> Holy shit. Better actor than Ben Affleck. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking crazy. The that's fact nuts, they... man. Wow. I, I, I seriously thought like they I had could, like I a prosthetic be... like wire yeah. type deal. I could be wrong, but this. I... I could be wrong, but I think they did. Like I'll have to see if I can find the interview. Yeah, look it up later though. Let's go. Yeah. Keep going. I did, sorry to like yeah, that just blows my mind if they actually did though. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll fact check that later. Um, but yeah, you know it's just a good movie. Um, like I said before, the second one was whatever. I, I still hope one day they do a third one because I wouldn't mind one more of these because they're just fun, fun little movie. Well, this is a fun little movie. The second one's an abomination, but and I'm sure that's what Joe thinks about this one. <laughs> Just a little bit. I was like, eh, it wasn't doing it for me. I got you. I'm curious to see what your revenge is going to be since you mentioned that earlier. Oh, man. Mm. I, I, I could tell you what I have in mind just so you can go you can go look it up. Go ahead. Make my day. All right. So it came out, I believe, in 2016. And uh, I think it's like one of the first movies I saw at Alamo Draft House. Like it was early on because uh, I got a ticket for my birthday. Like they give you a free ticket for your birthday. I was like, hey, I need to, I need to use this, you know. So I was like, what's what's? I was like, I was checking out the Draft House app. I was like, what's good out here today? And there was a nice little movie called The Void. Now, The Void is a sci-fi horror movie that I felt like should be whatever Resident Evil was trying to do. Canadian supernatural horror film. Yeah. It, I feel like I feel like the void is what Resident Evil tried and should have been when they made movies. Ooh, it has in the 2000s. Ellen Wong in it? She played knives in Scott Pilgrim. All right, I'm in. So Brady, I think <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Brady, yeah, you, he says he's in right now, but when it starts to get fucking weird, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how long he'll be in it. Is it is it bad weird? Is that? <sighs> Like I said, it feels like a Resident. E- it feels like what a Resident Evil movie should been. So if you don't like the Resident Evil games, like have you ever played those? No, I have not. Is it because of fear? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, then this movie's gonna be right up your alley, buddy. Oh, great. But I think oh, I think man, Brady will enjoy this. Brady, it feels like a nice like retro horror B movie too. 
What a what a poster though. Poster makes me feel like it's some like tentacle hentai or something. <laughs> Let's go. A, a little bit, just a little. Oh, just, but there's no hentai, but there's te- there's definitely tentacles. I mean, there were some tentacles in that <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy trailer from earlier today, so you know, that's the theme of the day. Yeah, huh, uh-huh. but I and think that's, that's the, and that's the word of the day. <laughs> I think that's gonna be my revenge movie for for Cole there. When we will watch it, who knows? Because we have other movies to to catch up on. We had to catch up on A Quiet Place 2, which I know you boys have seen that already. I need to watch that one still. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, I thought you okay, I thought you did. No. Um We still got a review Cruella. What is what episode <laughs> is this? This is This is, is episode this nine, my guy. I thought this is I thought Conjuring was nine. No, no. This, that was eight. This is Conjuring nine. was eight. Oh, okay. Next week is the big one oh. Yeah, so we're hitting our tenth episode. And uh, I'm quitting. I'm done with this show. I'm sure guys. the four people that listen to this uh, podcast. So four, you mean I, two? <laughs> yeah, you two right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't listen to the show. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> honestly, I don't, I don't like listen. Listen to it. Like I'll I'll jump through it. I still haven't for, listened to the one that spots. y'all did without me. I still have it because I'm just I know I'm gonna be cringing the whole time because I'm pretty I, sure y'all got everything wrong. I did listen to the Conjuring episode because I wanted to hear how I sounded with the mic. So there's that. I did yeah. I did listen to a few few minutes of it to see how you sounded with the mic, and you do sound a little bit like Gus from Rooster Teeth. So thank you, yeah, thank you, thank you for that. But um. I'm I the Mike. Few... I'm the Michael of this podcast. You're the Gus and Brady's. You can be the Barbara. Ah, baby. baby. But yeah, so we're coming up on the tenth episode, and um, we've been posting more stuff on Facebook, like amongst our own personal pages. And one of my friends posted it. You know, posted a screenshot of a conversation between me and him that we had about Iron Man and stuff like that. Well, he was talking about Tarzan and Georgia Jungle, but people wanted to be on the podcast. Which I thought was pretty interesting because I was like, oh, you know, well, everyone has an opinion, so it'd be nice to get like a an outside opinion. <laughs> I have plenty of friends. Buddy. Friends, what, what are those? It's what you two lack. It seems like it. Yeah. But uh, who knows? Maybe we'll start a Facebook page and we'll see if uh, we can get some um, some people to be involved. Or if you're if you're listening and you're a fan of, you follow us on Instagram. Maybe shoot us a message and say you want to be on the show. We'll figure something out. Let's not do that because you guys are going to replace me with someone who has. We're taste. not going to replace you, Cole. You do realize the entire like you're like ninety nine. Joe, sorry, no offense. You're ninety nine percent of the reason why I started this fucking show, right? Like we've been talking about this shit for three yeah, years now. Four I was, years. Uh-huh. I was joking, Jesus. But I'm the one percent that pushed him over. Yeah, exactly. And maybe well, that's well, all you need. I'm sorry, but you're not the one percent. You're the point five percent because Wonder Woman got the other point five. <laughs> <laughs> what a bad point five to give to, man. Jeez. No, I meant like because it pissed me off so much that I had okay, to talk okay, about okay, it. Okay, all right, fair enough. God Wait, did awful we, piece did of we shit have, movie. Did we ever talk about Wonder Woman? No, but hey, guess what? It's probably going to be on HBO Max in the next month or so. So fucking might as well. Because uh, I don't know if you saw that, uh, like the little things, which was one of the ones that came out earlier this year, back oh, in yeah. February, the Jerry Little. Uh, it's either up there now or up there by the end of the month. It'll be back up on uh, HBO Max. Oh, so in the, Judas in the, the Black Heights, Messiah. Hey, in the Heights is on HBO Max right now. And cool. Next episode. I've only seen one 
fucking musical in my life. And that was Rent. And that was depressing. And I wanted to cry and just not live anymore. And then I remembered the Team America World Police thing where they literally summed it up. And like, I mean, it's the perfect summary of that movie or play or whatever. Uh-huh. And like, I still like Rent, but I, musicals are not my thing. I watched Hamilton. I was like, all right, I mean, I see why Hamilton. everyone likes it. You, you just need to see the right musical. Shrek the musical is the one for you, my boy. I'm a I mean, big I've, fan. I've been to like musicals like in person and shit, but like, it's just not my deal, man. I got you. I'm a big fan of uh, Moulin Rouge, the, the the Bars Lemon movie. I've never seen that. The only Baz Luhrmann movie I've ever seen is uh, Great Gatsby. So, I like I didn't realize, and how maybe big parts of-, of Romeo plus Juliet. I didn't realize how big of a fan I was of of Boz until you know because I watched Romeo and Juliet as a as a kid, and that's where my love for Leonardo DiCaprio started. But like I love that movie; it's like one of my favorite movies. And then watching Moulin Rouge, and then watching Great Gatsby, I really enjoy those movies. Did you ever watch the um, show on Netflix called The Get Down? No. So it's it's Baz Luhrmann. It's uh-huh. his TV show. But it's basically about like Grandmaster Flash and like the start of no shit. hip hop in the Boogie Down Bronx. Wow. I'll check that out. What's it called again? I've seen, yeah, it's only like a season, I think. And they do the whole like split it in parts kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So it's only like maybe seven episodes or so. And then it got canceled from Netflix. But like, um, I watched like the first one. It's pretty good. They do have like people playing historical figures, which is nice. That's cool. Real quick, back to uh, Romeo and Juliet. I was watching uh, Harry Potter, uh, Goblet of Fire, yesterday or the day before? No, Friday. And I realized Professor Sprout is the nurse from Romeo and Juliet, the one that is always hanging out with Juliet. So hmm. I, I, and I was like, hey. Oh, that's pretty cool. I've seen she parts aged, of it. Well, I've seen parts of it, but the only reason I've ever seen parts of it is because my mom's a lit teacher, mm-hmm. and that's one of the ways that she teaches Romeo and Juliet because it's more modernized. So it's it'd be, it's, it's a, a better really way to good, teach kids. Like, yeah, it's a good way to teach. Is kids. That they still the speak in the they still that... speak in like the old English and all that, yeah. but it's got like guns and shit. Yeah, they replace swords the one with guns. Romeo's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and shit. Yeah. yeah, that's the Leonardo DiCaprio one. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I've, I saw part of that in my one of my uh, lit classes. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Yeah. John Leguizano plays Tybalt, which, oh, man. I always wanted to go and watch man. that full thing. I saw parts of it in that one class I had. It's it's a really good movie. I think I, uh, you know, I think we should, if we were to do that one in the future, I'd be so down for that one. Fuck yeah, dude, I'll watch it. Uh, fucking who else is in it? Uh, the dude from Lost is in it. Paul Rudd's in it. Is he? Well, Paul oh, Rudd's in fucking everything. Paul Rudd's in it? Yeah, hang on. One second. Hit, I'm down. Hey, let me just make sure. Can we make I, this next week's movie? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he plays Paris. Yeah, he plays Count Paris. He's uh, he's the one that uh, Juliet's parents try to uh, hook her up with, but she falls in love with Romeo. Yeah, this cast is deep. Harold, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a deep cast. Man. Can we start the Paul Rudd drinking game every time Paul Rudd shows up in something? Take it. I'm down. <laughs> we'll be dead by the end of the first. <laughs> In, instructions unclear going into liver failure. Please advise. 
Brian Dennehy's in it. Wow, man. He was in Rambo. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it's a solid movie. It's a great movie. And like I said, holy Dave, sh- Like the cast in this, Zach Orth. Holy fuck. Jamie Kennedy. Uh, Zach Orth. Have you ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? No. No, I've not. I saw a, the show, right? I saw a parody no, of it. No, no, no. Had, uh, so Legends Tomorrow did a parody episode on it. So it's in. It was a movie in two thousand one. It's got here. I'll just read off some of these names. Isn't Paul Rudd in that too? Yes, Paul Rudd's in it. It has Janine Garofalo. Greg. <laughs> so I'm a bitch. We it have has, to turn uh, this into a drinking game. <laughs> it has Janine Garofalo, David Hyde Price, Pierce, uh, Michael Schultwater, Margaret Moreau. Pierce? Yeah. Ooh. Margaret Moreau, Paul Rudd, drink, <laughs> Zach Orth, Christopher Maloney, 80 Miles, Molly Shannon, um, Ken Marano. Joe Lee Trigliano, uh, who was in Brooklyn Nine Nine, that's what he's most known for. Michael Ian Black, uh, Amy Amy Poehler, Bradley Cooper, Jesus uh, Christ, Elizabeth dude. Banks. I need to see this movie. Kevin Jeez. Sussman. Um, there's some other big. Fu- oh, Judah Freelander. Uh, H. John Benjamin. He plays the voice of what? a can of vegetables. <laughs> So uh what, let's con- watch this movie. Um let's see. there's some there's like big and the cool thing is, is this was like when they were all still really like young. Young. Yeah, so like the fact that like you got Amy Poehler and Brad uh Cooper in a movie, but they're younger in this movie. Uh Carrie Kinney, Sam Levine, uh, the list goes on, man. Like so it's a movie. Um, set on the last day of a summer camp that takes place in 1981. And so uh, I like it because it gives you those like summer camp feels like it perfectly sums up the entire like experience and like feelings that you get while attending a summer camp that it came out in 2001. It's absolutely fucking hilarious. And then Netflix in like 20, I want to say 15 or something. Yeah, they like did that. a show, didn't they? So at the end of the spoiler, at the end of the movie, there I think it's like a oh yeah. So in the middle of the movie, they're like, guys, we should uh we should do uh um 10 years from now, all meet up at this spot again, yada yada yada. And then like there's a whole conversation of like uh, something along the lines of what time should we get there like well let's get there let's say to get there at nine but be there by nine thirty. and then the joke is that they're all like in their late 20s early 30s already as actors like irl but they're supposed to be playing teenagers in the mm-hmm. movie so they're like come on guys we're gonna be in our 30s by then we should get there at nine and make it our beeswax to be there at nine <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> and so netflix picked it up and like when they picked it up to do a tv series out of it they went back and did the first day of camp because the movie takes place on the last day of camp mm-hmm. and uh so it's again same like outfits and wardrobes and everything but they're supposed to be playing teenagers again but now they're in their 40s and 50s and like Paul Rudd's entrance is the best because it was obviously like he was obviously doing Ant-Man and like was able to make some time in it he mm-hmm. literally rides it on a motorcycle and throws it out from underneath him and he's like what's up I'm here and, like, that's how they introduce his character and then um 
but so they're playing teenagers and it's supposed to be the first day at camp so you get like all the backstory of like jokes that they make in the first or in the movie like you get why h john benjamin is a can of vegetables like they explain it throughout the show oh jesus because he because he was a human but he falls in toxic waste and turns into vegetables because <laughs> that's what he was stop, eating stop at the time. talking okay. i want to watch and then, and then watch like a, and then like two years later netflix decided to do it again but this time it was the 10 years later that they made a joke about in the first movie so now they're all adults and shit going back to camp and like one of them has kids or something like that i don't it's it's absolutely 100 percent hilarious like but it, it, the best part about the movie and the show itself is the continuation that of like they set up a joke in 2001 and don't give you a punchline until like 2015 but it plays so well Okay, you got me sold. So watch the original first and then watch the shows? Yes, watch the movie and then watch the show. I think it was the first day of camp was first and then the 10 years later was the next show that they had. movies on Netflix? Uh, I honestly don't know. We'll find out off off, a podcast. We'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy how many like big name comedians and actors they got in that movie. Anyway, yeah, that was your name and off here. They're pretty stacked up as you're naming them off. Oh, it's on Peacock. If you it's got Peacock, Peacock. yeah, got I'll it. Sh- I'll check that out. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, it looks like it might be on Prime. I don't know. But anyway, we got anything else we want to talk about? No. What has happened to Boot Group, man? So thank thanks Cole for giving us a moviecation this week. Thanks for you're nothing, welcome. Cole. There's I'm glad. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Brady and Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's I right, mean, I bet. look, 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 look. I, I mean, enjoyed that, that, it, but that's, that's it, the, it's okay. That's look, the point I, of this podcast. I ex- look, that I is expected, the point of this podcast. And I expected, I expected Brady to be the one to hate it, and I expected Joe to be the one. Ah, it was okay. So I'm I think glad, the reason I, I liked it was because it actually had moments that I legit sat there. I was like, did I really just laugh out loud at this? Like, this is the stupidest shit ever. Dude, they cut out some of the. They cut out some bad. Jo- Dude, in the trailer, there's a Vine joke. Where's my phone? I gotta make a Vine. They cut. I'm so glad they cut that out of the fucking movie. Well, they do shit like that all the time. They were the film. But that would have been a real dated joke the if they trailer. kept it in there. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah I'm glad, that's why I'm glad they took it out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's moviecation for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Cole. I'm Joe. You guys have a good night. <laughs>